everybody welcome back to mama's basement this is episode five i go by the name of kevin kryptonite and welcome back to the podcast thank you for being here uh today's episode i would like to issue a bit of a warning ahead it could be triggering to some listeners uh it has to deal with themes of uh, sexual assault and uh, things around that sort of nature so a trigger warning uh, to anybody that might be listening but uh, this has to do with news that I think I should speak about and uh, I want to speak about actually so also I want to say that the opinions and views that I will put forward in today's episode are my own Um, they're my own opinion my own views and they should be held as such uh so yeah now that i've said that again i go by the name of kevin kryptonite this is mama's basement you can find me as well on youtube under the name kevin kryptonite that is k-r-y-p-t-i-n-i-t-e you can also follow me on twitter at kevin kryptonite at k-r-y-p-t-i-n-i-t-e kevin kryptonite so okay now that we've got all the plugging out of the way uh let's begin uh, so recently, I think about two days ago, uh, a tweet of a content creator on YouTube has come out and allegations were made to him about uh, some certain things that had happened. The person in question's name is Heavenly Controller. Now, Heavenly Controller is, like I said, a content creator, a black content creator on YouTube. He does things relating and all around gaming and anime, specifically anime. Um, it's kind of where he got his, uh, his um, where he gets built most of his following, most of his stuff is related around anime. And uh, being as such, he has a few friends that are also of some note around black content creators that are in anime, sketch, comedy, or gaming. There is like a group of people that are sort of known around that. So if you know Heavenly Controller, chances are you might uh, know Caleb City, RDC World, uh, King Vader, uh, people like uh, Afro Senju, Long Beach Griffey, Dante, all of these people are kind of around black content creators on YouTube and uh, specifically the fact that they are into things like video games and anime and stuff that, you know, isn't necessarily considered popular amongst black people anyway i digress uh so here's how the story goes uh um a girl had tweeted out uh two days back she had a tweet longer of her um conveying a story that had happened at a new york anime convention that she was attending the girl's name is kimmy and i will try to include as much detail as i can you know conveying that as you know over the voice but um, the girl's name is Kimmy. Uh, she, at the time of this whole thing, when it was happening in 2019, was 1819. She is a cosplayer as well as a streamer on Twitch. Uh, um, so, anyway, she was going to go to New York, uh, an anime convention again in New York, and it was going to be her first time having a booth at that convention. So she was very excited about doing that same time when she got in contact with heavenly controller who is the person being accused of sexual assault uh 
she was a big fan she was a big fan of him and his content because he does stuff around anime as well and her being a cosplayer you can see how that that goes but heavenly controller is kind of big in the world of content creating around you know that subject that being said he then follows her on twitch and she was live at the time um so you could see her reaction of how you know she was just enamored and flabbergasted that uh, somebody that she admired so much had now followed her so seems innocent enough in any case they start to dm each other and she then discloses to him that she would be going to uh, an anime convention in new york and he was also going to be there for his own content creation stuff new york uh, the, uh, the convention day comes and it is talked about in their dms that uh he wanted her to meet up or at least they wanted to meet up now again it needs to be stated that she's a, a pretty big fan of heavenly controller so there is a level of influence that is had there there's a power dynamic that is had there um she's 18 again at this time and uh heavenly controller at this time is in his he's like 24 25 um in the DMs, it's, she says that, okay, you can come over to my Airbnb and hang out with me and my mom and a friend. So Kimi then invites Heavenly Controller over to her Airbnb. And at the Airbnb, it's the mom, it's the friend, and uh, it's Heavenly and it's Kimi. And they start to hang out. You know, the evening goes the way that it does. They have a few glasses of wine. They're playing some video games. It's just a chill time. But uh, it's kind of implied at least Kimi herself says that at that time she was in a relationship with, uh, you know, she wasn't, she was, she had a boyfriend and there was an on again, off again thing with this boyfriend. And she had disclosed this to Heavenly and Heavenly was basically, I guess, a comfort to her saying that it's okay. Things will get better. Blase, blase. Uh, so that's kind of the premise of where things are. But then um, they were also flirting a lot because i mean if you're going to disclose such personal details to somebody that you don't know uh and again this being a fan of heavenly like they were just started flirting you know as you would over just chats or whatever but this was their first encounter the next day heavenly then invites kimmy over to his airbnb with heavenly's friends so it was heavenly and a bunch of his friends and he invited kimmy to come over to his airbnb so she didn't feel comfortable about going herself with i don't know her not being able to relate with anybody that was going to be at this party at the airbnb so she secretly invites two of her other friends to come along with her so they arrive at the party and she says in her tweet that he could she could see that he was displeased with that that he would have wanted her to come by herself in any case she then continues to say in that tweet that at the party, um, they, everybody there is drinking, they're having a good time, and uh, she was pressured to, well, yeah, quote-unquote pressured to drink as, just as much or as they were, this, that, and the other. She says this by saying that she was given a liter of orange juice with, a vodka, with vodka mixed in it, and as she was drinking it, the crowd is cheering her on to, like, you know, chug the... The, the, the mixture of vodka and orange juice whatever um she then continues to say in the tweet that there was this kind of vibe of uh or at least the friend rather sorry she the friend to kimmy 
later on in the tweets then says that she felt like heavenly was trying to get her drunk because she would always he would always make sure that her hand had a drink in it like was making sure that she she never went without having a drink in her hand and uh the friend okay so let me add what the friend said because kimmy has also added in her tweets conversations that she had with the friend so this is in retrospect she asked the friend what did you notice anything weird about that day that we went over to heavenly's airbnb and the friend then says well to me it looked like uh we we as the friends kind of weren't being interacted with and um the only time like they interacted with us is when they wanted us to you know uh have a drink or if they asked us if they you know for certain type of things but as it relates to kimmy she says that for you it seems like heavenly was always the like only really talking to you and not us um the vibe that he gave off like he was always really like very close to you he would always try to make sure that he was behind you or touching you in some type of way and this is what the friend said uh and those were put in a screen grab like the conversation between kimmy and kimmy's friend okay moving on uh we're still at this airbnb party with um, everyone so she she then says that she goes to the bathroom and while she's in the bathroom, she can hear that inside the house is quiet now. So after she's done in the bathroom, she comes out and notices that the door's open and everybody has left. So they were going to go to the club next. That was the idea. So she goes to grab her phone to text her mom that they're headed to the club. And then she says that Heavenly comes out from somewhere and grabs her from behind and then expresses to her that, you know, he wants, uh, he wants to smash. It's just, I don't want to use too explicit of words, but that is, he conveys to her that he wants to do some stuff with her. And she then says that she's just in, she was just stuck in place for a couple of seconds. And then eventually she pushes him away and proceeds to go out to find where her two friends are, who at this point had gone out with the majority of the, the party outside, right? um okay so they head to the club and now they're at the club now some of the friends that were at the party there was a girl that was amongst heavenly's friends and amongst heavenly's friends as well is some of the content creators that i'd mentioned at the beginning of the podcast uh, particularly the one that i want you to pay attention to is um long beach long beach griffey so from this moment on i'm just going to be calling him griffey but he's also on youtube he does skit comedies and such in any case, uh, like I said, there was a girl that was present with this group that Kimmy and her friends had come into once, you know, they got into the Airbnb. Now heading to the club, they get to the club and she says that Heavenly buys her two drinks, three drinks and so on. Just making sure that she is always, I guess, you know, having, you know, drinking. I, I think the tactic here was to get her drunk. I mean, at this point, that's kind of what it looks like. Um... Also to clarify, one of Kimmy's friends had left. So at this point, it's only Kimmy and the one friend. The other one had already left to go home. So I clarified that there was a girl at in Heavenly's entourage because she then goes on to say that she was probably the most drunk of all of Heavenly's friends. She then goes towards Kimmy, this girl. Uh, her name is Alice. 
Apparently, Alice then goes towards Kimmy and starts to grind upon her, starts touching her, sits on her lap, and then, without consent, starts making out with her. And Heavenly's friends are recording all of this at the time. So again, all of these, all of this, all of these events happened in 2019. Um, so as of 2019 up until right now, none of these videos have surfaced or anything like that. Uh, she says as well in the tooth longer that she's surprised that none of these videos have come up or anything like that. All right, moving forward, cool. Um, now to conclude uh, the tweet that Kimmy had sent, she then says the only reason she felt comfortable with coming out with this is because uh, other people are coming out with their stories and their interactions with Heavenly and she feels like this might be uh, what it would need to give other people strength to also come out about anything that's happened similarly to them. She then continues to say that with the support of her friends, her boyfriend, she feels like she can do this and she'll be okay. She doesn't want to be labeled as promiscuous in the eyes of anybody because of what she's done. Now, to condense some of the stuff that are in this tweet, uh, she did imply that well, not imply, she full out said that her boyfriend and her were on an on-again, off-again relationship and things were shaky. At the beginning of when her and Heavenly were talking, she conveyed to him that, uh, you know, she, she had she not been in this relationship, maybe her and Heavenly could pursue something. Not only that, but then she even admits herself in the tweets that she heavily was flirting with heavenly that's a bit of a tongue twister but it was implied that these two people were flirting and it was consensual that they were flirting they were very much into each other in a way that it was not just platonic she also then goes on to say in her tweet that uh at this point where she felt a bit uncomfortable about the way that heavenly was interacting with her in terms of text and the meetup she says that she didn't want to lose him in her life so she would accept she wanted she wanted to pursue a relationship whether it be platonic or otherwise all the while still while being in a relationship this is all evidenced by what she says in her own tweet um now okay so now that we've done that uh we're in modern time now we're in as of two days back where heavenly gets a hold of this tweet he sees it and then he decides to go on instagram live and give his side of the story which now uh heavenly is basically just airing it all out and just telling on himself I'm continue to say that i was part of his harem now that none of that is me that's literally just people leaving dumbass comments and so i don't know why how is that even relevant to anything i've done like i did not tell anybody to do that or whatever it was hidden, hidden behind a wall outside of the view from the bathroom, snuck into a corner and grabbed me by my waist and held me against his body. Okay, wait. Hidden, I wasn't hitting any wall. I do remember, so there was a time, like, um, I, there was a time when I, like, I, like, um, grabbed her when we were alone. Um, it wasn't, it wasn't before, it wasn't when we left, though. It was, like, there was a time where we were leaving this, we were leaving this club and um, it was me and her and her friend, and then um, they dropped me off at my Airbnb, and um, just me and her go up to my Airbnb to like, um, I can't remember if I was just being dropped off, like, cause why did she go up with me? I don't remember. 
Um, but like he dropped us off. He dropped me off at my Airbnb and then she went up with me. And then that's when I did that. Like I did do that. Is what it looks like. It's about a 23, 24 minute long Instagram live where he is admitting to grabbing on her, where he's admitting to the texts, where he's admitting to, um, you know, always being within a space or whatnot, as it pertains to Kimmy, as at least. So uh, not only that, but also within that same Instagram live, he then contacts his friend, Long Beach Griffey. And Long Beach at this point had not known about anything that had happened. He didn't know about the, the allegations or anything. And so he's on the live, on the call with, with Griffey and He's, he explains to Griffey what's going on and Griffey says look uh, as a friend I understand what you've just told me but you need to understand that this looks very bad because it now makes it seem like you're looking for uh, you know to be cleared or validation in some sort of way and discrediting the stuff that she says Griffey then goes on to say that in my own opinion though as far as I can remember you two did give her a vibe of you were interested in each other at least that's what it looked like at the time of when he had met Kimmy but then Long Beach then goes on to say but I I really do think you should end this live right now because it looks really bad as it is right now and you can handle it a different way at a different time cool so that's when uh, Heavenly then ends his Instagram live uh okay as as i was getting to, so i dug myself personally because uh, okay let's get into my personal stuff about this um being on youtube being a content creator on youtube as well i i do i i, I love it if black creators especially black creators in terms of anime or video games or just the nerd culture just in general are doing well I, I, so i follow those type of people on youtube and i i had followed well, I, I'm, I'm following a couple of people, like I said, Afro Senju, Caleb City, RDC World. I did not know about Heavenly and his content stuff because I'm not really that deep into the anime of stuff. And that's what his content heavily rotates around. I'm more into the gaming side of stuff. But um, having known the fact that he knows all of these people, I went to back to look at his content and I enjoyed it. This was way before you know, these allegations, by the way. In any case, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I, as far as I, I had seen Heavenly and the way that he interacts, he seemed very much like a level-headed type of person. But again, this is only what he portrays on the internet to us. That's as far as I can know about that. And that brings a lot of things about saying that if you are a content creator and if you have influence or any type of influencer, if you have any following, there's a responsibility that you have then to make sure that what you put out there isn't damaging, isn't harmful to, you know, the people that are, are your fans and that you do not abuse that influence that you have for your own self-gratification. Just don't be weird about it, basically, you know. But I do, do, I do understand kind of the fact of what it might be like for somebody who is young to then suddenly get a rise in popularity and the power on the sort of you know social leverage that that gives you is is a sort of is something that you need to manage and understand and learn 
as you go along because it's it can happen real quickly and if you're not used to it then you might not be able to navigate you know the social world too well okay let's bring this back uh so it's 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 some days have passed now and other people are now coming out saying that they've always kind of seen heavenly as being a bit of a, a weird kid right and i say this by when once i dug deep into that information they they mean that to say that whenever he interacts with women uh, and um whenever women are interacting with, oh yeah whenever he interacts with women he just seems like he doesn't understand personal space that much he always kind of wants to be near them close to them you know hand over their shoulder type or um just being in that in that type of familiar way with people that he shouldn't necessarily be that familiar with if they don't have that sort of relationship uh even his friends have in the past come up with those sentiments that Emily is a bit awkward in that way uh in any case uh, uh griffy then goes on uh twitter he goes he does a twitter space basically now breaking down the sexual allegations towards heavenly and uh he he breaks it down in ways that i will i i'm going to include some of the clips of all of this stuff uh maybe at the end maybe in between i don't know i'll figure it out but um just so that you can hear it from them directly but long beach uh, basically in his twitter space is discussing the fact that he he knows that heavenly does not understand social cues or at least that's what he says about his friend again long beach griffy heavenly friends remember that so he says that uh he understands that heavenly doesn't understand social cues he doesn't necessarily understand uh when somebody is uncomfortable he can't pick up on that as easily as other people would and he uses that to basically explain that man i don't know if i should even say this next part that he says so what i'm going to do right now i'm going to include what he says right here let me tell you it it was it was to a point it was to a point and i was and i was absolutely cerebral it was to a point where i thought that they were actually like talking talking i thought they were actually like talking talking i'm like okay that's it okay whatever whatever the case may be right so just giving so just giving off that vibe like oh yeah like 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 she mentioned and you can and you can read the tweet fleet again as she mentioned heavily they were heavily heavily flirting heavily so I don't fault Heavenly for trying to make a move on Kim. I won't fault that. Literally, they were. They, if somebody's giving off the vibe that we're like mad flirtatious, and if and if I make a move, I'm going to think I'm going to feel like I'm comfortable enough to make a move. I'm going to feel like I am comfortable enough to make that move. She gave mixed signals to Heavenly. If we're holding everybody accountable, and I don't give a fuck who you are, if we're holding everybody accountable, let's fucking hold the victims accountable as well. Not trying to off Heavenly. He's not he's not out of the clear. Because there's some there's still things that he needs to work on. Okay, so very problematic what he just said right there. And again, I'm this is I'm sorry if this is triggering to anyone. 
so once this statement was said once the space was done a lot of other people then started to know now this is starting to like the fires are starting to you know rise higher uh people who are associated with long beach griffey with heavenly all of these friends in that community of uh you know black creators and on youtube they start to put in their two cents about it and all of these things are starting to come out now people are saying that no you know what heavenly has always given off a vibe that's very off-putting girls are coming out saying that yeah when i interacted with him he just he just made things uncomfortable for us uh the mannerisms okay now i'm going to get into some of the the way that heavenly has interacted on the web but not necessarily on his channel but on social media there are tweets that have come out of him in the past for instance uh there's this one particular tweet where he's tweeting about daniel bagoli if you don't remember who she is she's the catch me outside girl she's 17 She's very young basically she's much younger than heavenly is in any case but at the time of his tweet he tweets a picture of her in uh, a low-cut shirt and so her cleavage is exposed and heavenly then tweets under that picture saying yo if danielle is 17 then i'm 17 as well he then goes on to tweet another tweet not at the same time but at a different time of a girl who is crying because she had lost her job and underneath that tweet directly underneath that tweet he says yo uh your tears aside i just wanted to say you look very cute are you single to which then under that tweet a friend of heavenly said come on guy this is not the time uh and then another tweet which is even more problematic is where heavenly tweeted out saying that um you know, it should be a sin for 13-year-olds to have uh, big breasts. Man, this sounds so scummy. I, I, I like I, oh, anyway, let's just try to keep things professional, or at least to the facts. I will get to my opinions later. Anyway, uh, so that was said. And now all of these things are coming out as evidence to say that, you know, this guy's always been given off a creepy and weird vibe. They don't understand why he has not been canceled ages ago. And they are kind of saying that his friends kind of may have condoned this behavior and nobody has tried to sort of shelter him from, or at least help him to, to realize that he is doing problematic things. Uh, it's also kind of implied now with the other girls that have come out, they, they there's just like short, uh, it's not like the tweet longer that we've had that had an anecdote and pictures and screenshots. The other stories that have come out was a girl that was also expressing the same fact of Heavenly trying to get her drunk and him trying to isolate her from her friends and stuff so that Heavenly and her could be alone. The third tweet that had come out was of a girl saying that uh, she remembers a time where Heavenly contacted her saying that he's seen her content and he wants to support her and he'd like to meet up with her he'd like to collaborate and stream with her <coughs> excuse me uh the girl being a fan of Heavenly as well was very taken aback by this excited about the opportunity of that might happening but then the girl then she could see that she she could see the tactic that was being used 
because heavenly then later then goes on to say that um i want to meet just you and i need to meet before we can do this whole stream thing alone so the girl then immediately cuts it off and says look i'm i'm not the type of girl to be swayed by you know your type your following or your gathering or your popularity just so you can get to sleep with me and she cuts it off and heavenly then tries to backtrack by sending screenshots of that conversation but only to the point where he is being very plain and platonic without posting the rest of the conversation which she then later then posts and says no why did you not release the whole screen you know the whole conversation up to the point where you were trying to get me to come to your place at 5 a.m in the morning just to come and see you alone so at this point kind of the, the evidence is just stacked against heavenly not only did he admit personally himself that he's done some of these things but also being caught out lying about uh not being you know um not using his position to to gain some sort of favor with these girls uh and another troubling thing that heavenly has been uh, known for saying or heard saying is that he always refers to the girls in his circle or his fandom as his harem whenever a girl on social media would be uh, would gush over him or send heavenly some piece of information saying that they love him they're big fans uh under that tweet he would say things like the harem just got bigger and another problematic thing about that is that uh, it seems like Heavenly has been using his clout or his influence as a content creator to to meet with girls. I think most that's mostly that is the biggest problem because I think that's where it stems from this uh, thing that in his mind he built up this persona of himself like oh he is Heavenly his real name is Anthony right his real name is Anthony uh, yet to me the way that all of this is looking it's like whenever he is meeting up with girls uh whatever the situation might be he uses the persona of heavenly like this online guy who's got hundreds and thousands of i mean um yeah hundreds of thousands of followers or you know um this that and the other has met these people can get you into this type of place and i've always kind of found that like it's just super weird for any person in uh, power of you know any person in a position of power or a dynamic of power to use use what like is given to you essentially by your fans like without your fans or without a following without the people who believe in your content you have no platform to stand on so when you go around and then you use that power and abuse it to gain favor for yourself in such like very selfish ways it becomes problematic not to say that that can completely be dissociated but you should know better especially somebody that is at the age of 25 24 that okay the internet is the internet and that's what it is it's work that is my job it has it comes with certain types of perks i can and and understand that those perks are, can be used sure in a responsible manner but do not use that as a crutch at the end of the day you still need to know who you are as an individual you still need to know who you are as a person not that internet persona that you have out there or that influencer that you have out there or that brand that you have out there 
And I think that's the biggest problem with uh, Heavenly is that he could not dissociate Anthony from Heavenly. Now, he, you could see this again on some of his older tweets where he would express that uh, it's kind of funny that the the nerd, the sixteen year, the sixty year old, seventeen year old nerd that I was could have never imagined um, having his own harem, and now it's finally come. Like, that's just weird to say, man. Even if it's a joke, like I think he just bought into the hype eventually, and that's the way that it goes. About Griffey though, Griffey, uh, he's kind of just always pushed the envelope. He's an edgy content creator. Uh, he's been accused of not accused but he's always been in the light of trying to be cancelled for many things that he said that have been problematic and he hasn't but the thing that Griffey said I cannot stand by that is just that's real tough I understand kind of where he's coming from but he phrased it so so wrong and again this man is 25 I think he's 27 he should know better you should know better even though you are heated and i understand that you're trying to defend your friend or make sure that you know you you have your friends back but if you do see problems with somebody that is your friend and you consider a friend you should help them to realize it and to grow to be a better person not necessarily cover up and blame the victim for having said what they said because it just i mean you heard the clip it's bad whichever way you look at it it is real bad. Anyway, uh, to kind of conclude quickly, um, I want to say that as as influencers or, or influencers in general or people who are in the business of creating something online, right? This is kind of a new frontier. It's a, it's, it's, it's new ground people are tracking new ground where they have careers online and that is solely based on the fact that they are entertaining to other people so much so that they have literally hundreds of thousands of people watching them and are interested in what they do next interested in their content and kind of hang on every word that they say so there needs to be some sort of responsibility that we should account for each other like we need to hold each other to certain sort of standards that it's not okay to do certain things uh it's not okay to to leverage your your influence to to get to get ahead like that because that's not how it began how it began it was very humble beginnings if you're if you're fortunate enough that you get on the internet and you can make a living from it that is great just be careful with what you do with that type of influence and power you know uh, I do remember prior to this in the world of gaming uh, the Smash Brothers community the Smash community is what they call them it's a, there's a video game that they call Smash but there were there, there was allegations that are coming out of there about a group of people that's being all the way from content creators to uh, managers to agents all of that they were kind of implicated in a ring of them bringing in young uh young fans and uh yeah young fans to to be brought into hotels airbnbs and for them to engage in adult like stuff with these big names in the community of smash you know all these 
big names in fighting game communities people who who are you know at some point a lot older than the fans that they have um because you know they're young and impressionable some of these fans of course they they're not gonna say no they go ahead with whatever these people say i got to a point where things like grooming is involved as well uh it just it's it, it i mean it's dark but these allegations are founded they were found to be true and the you know the people accused of all of this were removed in the way that should they, they should have been others were charged others had to have their status you know removed or have been taken off the platforms uh sponsorships have been pulled this that and the other and it's great to see that accountability is still had like people are able to speak out like that but it's sad that it's even a thing to begin with that these people with these big names these uh you know yeah these big names in video games or in fighting games or specifically in the smash community would do such a thing and uh that's just kind of the play that needs to be rooted out so that it's safe for everybody that wants to be in that type of world to be able to get into it without fear of uh, being a victim to any of this type of stuff uh yeah but it's it's not new news you know this stuff has happened even beyond uh life on the internet just in the world of just being an artist for instance if you whether you do movies music it's there it's seen it's known that it's happening and it's it's great to see that other stuff is coming out in the light people are exposing them so yeah that that is the situation on heavenly controller and his sexual allegations um I, i i don't doubt that there's going to be more people coming out you know speaking out against some of the stuff that he's done uh whether to say that he's completely guilty i don't want to say that that is true either uh it just we need more evidence more stuff needs to come out but it doesn't look good for heavenly as far as the stuff that has been seen and the stuff that he has admitted to as well now the problem about that is that he admitted to it to all of the or what he's done without apologizing he didn't apologize to anyone he just kind of said that yeah i did that but has not taken out a statement of apology that might come later who knows in any case uh that's the, that's the end of the podcast uh thank you guys for listening to a bit of my rant a bit of the insight of the news of the or this controversy at least that's come out uh i will be doing more content like this when stuff comes out there's actually a couple of other news segments that i'm gonna be bring out or um, i think i wanna like formulate some episodes based on new stuff of the week or the month depending on whether or not i feel like they are newsworthy so please look out for that type of content as well uh yeah until then though i am kevin kryptonite this is mama's basement uh please again follow me on twitter at kevin kryptonite that is k-r-y-p-t-i-n-i-t-e and subscribe to my youtube channel kevin kryptonite k-r-y-p-t-i-n-i-t-e and i will see you guys in the next episode